Uh, hi, my name is Simon Zamiangana. I'm a director of entrepreneurship at Bongo Hive, which is an accelerator slash incubator running out of uh, Lusaka, Zambia. Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, Simunza. Thank you, Andy. Well, it's a pleasure to uh, get chatting with you. It's been something we've hoped we could do someday, sometime. Oh, trust me, the honor is all mine. I mean, the last time we, we, we spoke or saw each other actually was at uh, one of our African Tech Roundup live events, State of the Startup. With Musa Kalenga, yes. Absolutely. And I mean, I didn't know then that he would be such a, well, a permanent fixture with our, with our outfit, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Musa's, Musa's great people, yeah. And he's one of yours. Uh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> so it's somebody we're very proud of. Uh, somebody who's very active. Somebody who's uh, who actually acts on his word. So he's uh, he, he's a shining light, for example, of what uh, entrepreneurship can be. Somebody who is actually relevant to context, and somebody who actually goes for what he believes in. Yeah, go Zambia. And so off mic, we had this really soppy session of just trading compliments, <laughs> and everything I said was genuine. To let you in, listeners, to what I've been telling Simunza is, I've been observing the work Bongo Hive is doing in the Zambian market to, you know, we use words like uplift, empower so loosely. I mean, but what you guys are doing in what's a relatively little known market, I, I mean, I just, I'm really impressed to see the, the relevance to context that you guys approach, your, your dedication to, 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 to best practice, world-class work that you guys put into delivering the very best for founding talent and startups that come through your doors. I just want to get under the hood of that and just understand, you know, what you guys tap to to deliver on that. Thank you very much. Actually, it's uh, it's been uh, an interesting journey getting to, to to also just find ourselves and find how we could actually be helpful to uh, the local community. So first and foremost, Bonghai is a community first. We first and foremost believe, and that's where we started off. We started off with. Uh, holding uh, Solokonga, Solomesi, and myself started off with just holding classes uh, every meetups, really more than classes every fortnight for people who had to come out of technology school or technology class uh, in college or in varsity, uh, but trying to skill them up to being relevant to what was actually happening, uh, what the industry was actually requiring of them uh, around the market, as opposed to just what they had learned in school. And in one of these conversations, in one of these meetups with about uh, 30, 40 people in a room, uh, Google was running uh, a challenge around uh, Android for Africa, Android for Africa app challenge. And when we asked the question, how many people know what Android is? Four people. Only four out of 40 people knew what Android was. And, and these are people who've come from, from technology. And, and, and that, 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 that gave us... Uh, a picture, a quick snapshot of like how how deep would have to go down to start uh, having conversations with people around what can, they can do and where, what they can do. So our first passion was how do we get people to understand the context uh, that they live in and that they could provide uh, uh, solutions for that. So what we've evolved to now that we would uh, do entrepreneurship over the last uh, two years was the, the second value that we then picked up or a value that we've always lived by is we do what we can with what we have. And so we have to first and foremost be relevant to the context that we're in and hope that uh, when the entrepreneurs that we're also dealing with, the founders that we're also dealing with, uh, are not only relevant to the market that they're in, but are relevant to solving problems that exist in other markets around us. So whether it's uh, our, our great neighbors, uh, Malawi and Zimbabwe, for example, and then start to bro uh, broaden out the context uh, from within there. Uh, we still look for ambitious founders, but then we still want them to be relevant to what's going on. 
And we believe that the time to then solve things like tech, we come from tech, the three of us come from tech. And so instead of going around shooting a gun and trying to attack tech to everything, we said, okay, great, let's pull back and understand what's actually going on. And then see where we can apply tech to make things more efficient or to make things more relevant and then build solutions to problems that actually exist. Um, and, and that way we hope that we, you can get the customers that you need. How wide and how deep are you guys digging in your efforts as a tech hub? All right. So we st- Bongo Hive started six years ago. And this year we celebrated six years of, uh, of, of Bongo Hive's existence. So from initially having fortnightly meetings uh, that were like tech sessions in which people could learn everything from... Uh, Android uh, to uh, Ruby on Rails, whatever it is that, that was interesting time. We then evolved over time to trying to encourage people to build solutions. But the first challenge that we, 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 the first challenge that we encountered was people came back to us and said, okay, great. So I've built this thing, but how do I make money? So that, that opened us to, to a new challenge, which was like, oh, great. How do we ha- actually help people make money from these things uh, that they do? So scratching around and trying to find out how do we, how we, actually, we then evolved uh, over four years, we evolved to helping people one-on-one, from helping people one-on-one to say, okay, great, why don't we start these like, batch classes that people could get into or try to seek the best people that want to actually uh, set up businesses and go out into market and, and run those. So what we've done is we've now gone with a, a three-layer system. The first layer being a, place, uh, a class that we call Discover that runs every two months. So it's a three-week boot camp that uh, helps people validate their ideas. So people walk in with an idea and say, like, great, I'd like to do... Uh, an, online, an online event platform or I want to do uh, hair products for example natural hair products and sell, them, sell those to the market because there's a need for that we need them to validate that the market actually exists before they get that started so how do, you, how do they articulate that they've got a product how do they go out and look for this possible market or this possible set of people that might want to, to buy from them but then how, do, how, do, how do they communicate that but how do they define this so how are they going to make money how they, what are the costs that they're going to have to, uh, to go to so that's a three week bootcamp that helps them build out a canvas and, but then also helps them go and engage the market so they can, can do a mini pitch at the end of that and be able to say this is what I want to do this is where I think I'm going to make money. These are the people that have said, out of 100 people that I talked to, so many people said this is something that would actually work for them and they're willing to pay so much, uh, so much for it. Then from there, they start the foundation of Brooks of actually building that business and making it come to life. And that they then apply to get into a program that we call launch. So not everybody, but some of those, the ones that have got uh, vi- potentially viable businesses apply to get into a program called launch. Launch, launch is a three-month program that then starts to put wheels on this vehicle uh, and, and, and builds out this MVP, this famous MVP everybody keeps, uh, keeps talking about. And so before you tell me about the rest, like who, are you, who do you get typically um, signing up for the first program and, and now for launch? Yeah, so, so Discover is pretty open uh, to anybody. And we, but what we always say is, okay, great, you should have an idea that, that you hope is going to make money. So, and, and you've got an idea of, okay, great, or what are you trying to go? So we initially started off with like tech, 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 tech. Then we opened up, we opened up two years ago and said, okay, great, no, let's, 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 let's just open it up to anybody. And, and allow them to come through. And we've seen everybody from guys who are doing, uh, we, from guys who are doing e-commerce to guys who are doing uh, logistics to guys who are doing natural hair products to guys who are doing stuff within property management to guys who are doing, uh, to guys that are, I've even got a startup that's doing refurbished computers and, 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 and reselling those to students because they can't afford to buy new Dells and new IBMs and new, and, and, and new stuff. And he's making, he's making more money than most people trying to, uh, uh, trying to do stuff. We've got everybody doing fashion. We've, we're, we're seeing different plays at the very, very stage level. Uh, when we started off, the, the, the popular saying going around the hubs and everything else oh, is Africa's a, is Africa's a mobile first uh, technology. And the temptation was to 
Guaron has tried to take mobile to everything that you uh, mobile to everything that you came across. But then the, the reality is that uh, when you look at penetration, you look at what's actually going on. But you also need to look at infrastructure. Is that uh, it's very hard to sell e-commerce when no banks in the country can can take e-commerce payments. So until last year, that's the, that's the, uh, until last year, that's when uh, one bank started taking uh, mobile payments. So even if you even if you built uh, an e-commerce platform, you wouldn't be able to take money. Uh, I think there was a phrase that uh, somebody who said to me, uh, yeah, a customer that I had in another business I was involved in. I remember talking to a customer, and, his, and a customer said very simply said to me, "Don't make it hard for me to pay you." And that's what that's the same adage we've taken to our to, to our clients. Like, okay, great. We'll figure out the technology, but first of all, find out if there's a customer that actually wants to pay you for that. And then then we'll say, okay, great. Before you build out the website, let's see if we can do the Facebook thing. And and if if, if that starts to grow, then we'll do the website, we'll do everything else and all that kind of stuff. But then if you if your challenge is okay, great, I'm expecting my customers, I'll build a website and I'm expecting my customers to pay me because they're going to play uh, click buy and then pay and then there's no payment gateway to get the money to you then you're like okay great how are you going to do this is it mobile money is it this that and all kind of stuff so we said okay great let's get people making money then we'll apply the technology to improve those businesses to, uh, to introduce efficiencies yes love what I'm hearing so far you and there's something in the water over there in Zambia because Musa is on this tip like big time all the time so <laughs> well <laughs> so, yeah it might be a Zambian thing so yeah, so there's the, the first, uh, what did you call the first program? Discover. Discover. So there's Discover, there's Launch, and then what comes next? Uh, the final one is Thrive, which, we're, which, we, we, which we started uh, prototyping uh, over this year, and we're now scaling, or hoping to scale out uh, full-time. Now. And this is, now where, this is now where we start to get those businesses that have shown, those businesses that have shown potential for scale or growth uh, to, uh, to now get investor-ready, and then now, now take towards, okay, great. What does it take for you to grow out into uh, a wider market in Zambia? What does it take for you to grow into Malawi? What does it take for you to grow into other markets, Tanzania, wherever it's going to go? And can we go find, can we find the investment or the, fund, the funding opportunity to, take, to now take you, or, uh, to, to now take you into growth? So, so this will be a more long-term incubator that uh, works along, along the, the founders and their companies. And then uh, we're, we've just registered uh, an investment vehicle that we call Bongo Hive Ventures now that we're now going out on invest, uh, an investment round trying to get people, to, uh, local people and people who are interested to, to, to put money together to, to now fund the growth of companies and participate in the growth and, and, and returns of growing companies coming out from Zambia. I was going to say, um, you being at the summit must signal, uh, the African Angel Investor Summit 2017 must signal that you guys are thinking about investing. And you are. What's your, I suppose you've also somewhat described your thesis. I want to understand now the size of the fund that you're, you're hoping to build and, and who in Zambia you think is ready to, to convince to, to invest with you. Over the last two years, uh, some of the companies at Bongo have, have raised uh, just over $500,000, uh, either in investment or money that they've collected from uh, winning competitions uh, like uh, local business competitions, like, uh, like uh, the Nyomunka Business Plan Competition, or going off to, 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 to companies like uh, uh, Finland's slash uh, Impact Stage uh, last year, where a company like iVitos went, uh, went, went and got first prize out of uh, 40 companies from 22 companies uh, pitching, uh, pitching in Finland on the 
impact stage uh, at, at slush. So that has proved to us that, okay, great, uh, there, are, there are companies that can come out of Zambia. There are companies that have got, uh, uh, that are finding problems that, uh, that, that are solving problems that are good and are finding market for, for what it is that they're on to offer. So our, our first thing was, okay, great. Can we get local people to get interested in participating in the growth of local, uh, lo- local companies coming out of Zambia? Can we attract people who want to start companies to come to a stable climate like Zambia to start their companies in a place like Lusaka, Zambia, where the business climate is not to, not to toot our own horn, but we think that we, we've, we, we think we've got a great business climate. You, you register a company within a day. Uh, you can do it online. Uh, the government has done a lot of things to try and enable, enable companies to get started. And we're like, okay, great. So why aren't people coming to start? Why shouldn't be Zambia great, be a, become a great destination for people to start uh, companies? What's the population of Zambia just out of interest again? Remind me. Uh, so it's six million people in Zambia and uh, what we're motivating is great place to get started great place to launch across the region uh, across the region from is, is a place like Zambia yeah I'm sitting here thinking why I've never thought of Zambia in that light. And it's not that I'm sleeping on it. I mean, you're obviously, I'm Zimbabwean, you're our neighbor. Um, the, the fundamentals you're describing, I've, I'm familiar with. You're right. I just... I suppose I've just always been content to think about Zambia as... I mean, what's wrong with us, man? Uh, that's, not, that's, 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 not, that's entirely not your fault. Uh, we've done a terrible job of marketing ourselves. Uh, I think uh, we, we, we've, we've, always, we've always marketed ourselves as a great place to get involved in the mining side of things and the agriculture side of things. But we've never, we've, we've never gone out and said, this is, this, is a great, this is a great place to start companies that grow from. Uh, and, and I think of you guys as having what I'd call, and look, my Ghanaian friends, I don't mean to, to minimize your, your role in the, 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 the West African sort of tech ecosystem, but you've got that you've got Ghanaian effect in terms of being potentially a, a great soft landing uh, in terms of being an access point to the, to the rest of the Southern African region in this case. Um, uh, possibly, yeah. Um, but th- that's the place companies like Zona started from. They started from uh, they started from uh, Lusaka, Zambia. And so, why why can't we 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 believe that you could get more companies coming out of uh, starting from a place like Zambia uh, with investment? So, what are some of the trepidations you guys have probably had to work through in terms of now leveraging what's really a, a, an amazing brand you've built in in the incubation and acceleration space? Uh, and sort of stretching it out into into investments. I mean, the conversations must be quite different. The conversations you're having with potential investors, potential clients in, in the sense that, I mean, if you're not familiar with Bongo Hive, I mean, you guys roll with like the very best possible list you could have in terms of partnerships you know, and the, the sort of global brands that trust you guys to partner on things and, and trust you with you know, leveraging their brands and in, 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 in some of the work you do is quite impressive what you've been able to do what has been some of the trepidations in sort of potentially I don't know, compromising that in order to do the risky thing of investing um, so, uh, so, so, to, so to get to this place, um, we, we've, we've learned a lot of lessons along the way as well. And uh, something that concerned us, for example, in, in various, very early stages was uh, not, getting local, not getting local participation with regards to partnership. And all. So were you, when we had your Facebooks, your Google for Entrepreneurs and, 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 and other brands like that, uh, 
taking the risk to partner alongside it. There's the Indigo Trusts, the Queen's End Leadership Programs, uh, the Comic Reliefs, and so on and so on from the United Kingdom. Coming over to say, okay, great. Uh, we think you guys are crazy. Let's do crazy with you. And then along the way, being able to give them the return to the brands to say, thank you for partnering with us. And this is what you've been able to do alongside us. Uh, it took us four to five years to be able to present that to local companies and say, like, look, this is what we've been able to do. This is how we've been able to look in the local market and then attract and then attract uh, local companies like uh, MTN Zambia, um, Kavmon Bank and uh, Musa Dudia, which is like Zambia's uh, oldest commercial law firm, to come alongside and say, great, we will do pro bono clinics with the entrepreneurs along, uh, involved in that. And start to get more Zambian companies to come and look alongside us and finally get the EO government uh, when we can have a conversation with them and say, okay, great, this is what's happening there. In, in the entrepreneurial startup space, can we have a conversation a, a, a around that? And, and with that, we've always tried to stay away from the hype. We've always tried to not fall into the trap of uh, falling into wh where the hype is and be able to present a real picture towards wh what's going on with people. Because um, uh, this is probably one thing we've told ourselves from the beginning is like you don't want to be the king uh, who's... Um, the, the, the famous story of the king has no clothes. Oh, the emperor and no clothes. Yeah, yeah. The emperor, the emperor with no clothes. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to be. You, you, you don't want. To, you don't want to create this hype and then find and people find out. Uh, so on one part, it's being cautious enough to say, okay, great. What are we doing? Are there any results coming out from that? Is it actually working? And then going back to say, okay, great. That's not working. What should we? What should we try differently? And then go back to a partner and be be be, be, be vulnerable and honest with with partners and say like listen we tried this it didn't work out and we tried this other thing that's actually worked well so we're pivoting towards that instead and all kind of stuff so uh, that so even when we've gone back even now with that we're getting into like the investment space uh, of course the question everybody asks is okay great what's the rate of return we can expect uh, what's actually going on what's actually going on in the space and so forth and so on and all kind of but that's been because we we've been honest about listen access to finance in in, in zambia at the moment is very very ex very very expensive uh, if, um, if, if, if people are looking at borrowing money from the bank, a year ago you would have said they were looking at 40% uh, per annum uh, to, to borrow money from the bank. It's dropped, thankfully, but only to 26%, which is still very, very expensive for our staff. For a stable economy, certainly, like way out there. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, and, and that's because we've been very, very dependent. We've been very, very dependent on things like uh, copper. So when the copper price goes, uh, go, goes, go, goes ori, then, uh, we get, we, uh, then everything, everybody gets affected uh, on our staff. So we've said, okay, great. There has to be an alternative way to this. So then it's the great, okay, great. Do we motivate towards an angel investment fund? Do we motivate towards a seed fund? But then we need to have this conversation with uh, local high with individuals but then also within that it's just also face the facts that work great even if you're starting a community of people who say okay great they may have traditionally invested in real estate and stuff like that, and, 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 and other ventures like that is that how do you have the conversation with them that says this is what angel investing is this is what an early seed stage fund is this is how long it takes these are the type of companies that you're looking at this is how you have a look at them so it's those conversations that we're starting to talk to partners like okay great you're talking about an ecosystem that we need to educate you're talking about an education uh, so it's everything from like the videos you've been in on VC4A that we're like, okay, great, hi guys, can you please watch this <laughs> and all kind of stuff. Not only for the startups, but also other people, other people that we're talking to and all kind of stuff. But it's 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 always keeping in mind that we we have to be honest with ourselves and keep keep ourselves in state of mind. Like we are also learning and be and be honest, people. We walk into a room and we say like, okay, great, this is what we want to do. We haven't figured all of it out yet. We've got a great brand. We've got all these partners. This is what we've achieved. This is what we like to do. 
we think you might be a part of that picture. We'd like to figure out together what yes. we'll do. And we're willing to partner with the best people to get this done. We, we just want to get this sorted out and sorted out. And we're willing to partner. So if people are like, oh, great, who's your fund manager? Like, great. We want to know what a fund manager is, what they need to do, and so on and so on and all that stuff. And we want to find a way to, to finance that and make sure that this actually happens. And so can we consider this the shout-out to our African people? That Bongo Hive, Bongo Hive wants to get this done. Yes, we do want to get it done. And, 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 I'm, and I'm taking all calls and conversations to make this happen. All right. Simunza of Bongo Hive, man. Oh, man. It's, it's been a long time coming. I've been watching you guys from afar. I'm really impressed with that I see. And I'm so glad to finally have you on the show. Thank you so much. Shout out to Lukonga, who I see over there. Um, uh, we were in conference together uh, the other day. But thank you so much for being on the show. It's an honor, Andile. I mean, like, uh, the work you're doing, like I said, shining a spotlight on what's going on, having real conversations with the, with the, with the players who are really, really chatting with them. Also, I mean, remember, that it's the founders that are, that are the heroes that are making this happen. And uh, being able, to, uh, being able to, to walk that journey with them and watching them fly is always, is, is always fulfilling. And, and watching you shine the spotlight on them is always something that is it's in the right place. It's a, it's a labor of love. Let's keep it going. <laughs>